Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Tony Katz in the morning news, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Tony is back tomorrow. Uh, lots and lots of stuff to talk about, as I always say on uh, a different radio thing that I do. Um, uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy uh, went to Taiwan, uh, visited with the president, visited with other politicians, actually had a bipartisan group go with him and said uh, certain things in support of Taiwan and the way in which the United States would do whatever it can uh, militarily uh, to be um, behind uh, more or less. And I, I know that some of this is like veiled. Essentially, there's no ongoing conflict. Uh, China did warn for these things not to happen. And China does seem upset by the United States on this. And I'll get to that in a second. But first, uh, part of what McCarthy said yesterday. We must continue the arms sales to Taiwan and make sure such sales reach Taiwan on a very timely basis. Second, we must strengthen our economic cooperation, particularly with trade and technology. Third, we must continue to promote our shared values on the world stage. Our goal is that hypothetical never comes to fruition. And what we know through history, the best way to do that is supply the weapons that allow people to deter war, supply the weapons that people could defend themselves. It is a critical lesson that we learned through Ukraine. Yes, it is something that we are in some ways learning from Ukraine. There's this, there's this weird part of me, and I don't know if you sense this at all, uh, that sort of feels as though China wants this position from us, uh, even though they say they don't. Uh, there's that uh, idea that China is enjoying the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. That might not be the right word for it, even though they've called for peace um, and enjoying the way in which the United States has been supporting um, Ukraine via a lot of those uh, military assets, a lot of those things that we can't even easily um, re replenish as quickly as maybe the Biden administration would tell you we can. And as all that's going on, and as McCarthy does stand defiant to China, which is a good thing, the United States being defiant to China is, is not bad, no matter how many times the president of the United States says otherwise, uh, there's this, there's this audio from just the other day, the White House press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, still trying to deny or maybe just uh, manipulate the reporting that the Chinese spy balloon did gain valuable information from the sites that it flew over in our country when we let it just keep flying. And there's two reasons why what she said yesterday is, is ridiculous, hilarious, whatever word you want to use for it. Uh, the first one is that after the criticism of letting the Chinese spy balloon make its entire journey uh, across our country before shooting it down over the East Coast, we then shot down things that were not spy balloons at all, including, I think, a, a science fair project out of Illinois uh, that we shot two Sidewinder missiles at to take down over can Canadian airspace. So we, we did a lot of different things. So to say that this is what we intended all along, this was good, uh, makes no sense when you uh, fact check that with what we did after. Uh, but also, it's it's regular, everyday, all kinds of sides of the aisle uh, news um, outlets that are reporting that 
uh, the Chinese spy balloon did gain valuable information. The proximity it had uh, to some of our even uh, nuclear sites and the ability to intercept electronic communications that maybe aren't as easily picked up, say, by other forms of espionage. That seemed to matter to everyone. But this administration and the White House press secretary yesterday, who again downplayed it in sort of ridiculous ways. I would refer you to the ODNI. If you have specific questions on their reporting, what I can tell you from here and what we have said many times is that we knew the flight path of the balloon before it crossed the United States. We took precautions in advance to ensure that it didn't get sensitive information. And when it when it when it comes to technology, <laughs> I want to stop it right there. The wet it wet it when it because I feel like she wanted to say like her her regular conversation she's having in other places was like when it did get all that information we said we were protecting it from getting then we tried to figure out how it wasn't such a big deal but here we like go this balloon it has limited additive value compared to other means of intelligent collection and we have said that and the, and the bottom line is this is the, the administration that identified the problem and took action <laughs> you didn't take action i love that last part the, this is the administration that identified the problem and took very slow moving action uh, to get like, let's say that you're stuck in some sort of traffic jam and you see someone coming to fix whatever the situation is and they're moving incredibly slowly and eventually getting to the issue. That's not fixing it the way we want it to be fixed. That's fixing it. Uh, well, the worst way humanly possible. And in this case, that's exactly what happened for the Biden administration. Now they're trying to reshape the narrative and they're doing it. I don't know for whose benefit, uh, since, as I said, most news outlets now can tell you and can be honest about the fact that it was a bad thing uh, that happened and it it's not in any way, shape or form, no big deal. Um, but even more so than that, that is juxtaposed with McCarthy standing in Taiwan saying that we will support Taiwan um, however they need us. And we will we will expedite um, the the you know transportation of weapons and other things. Obviously, all that seems to matter. And they're just utterly different positions. All right. I want to talk about something else just quickly. And I kind of surprised I'm doing this. Um, I don't watch a lot of uh, women's basketball in the world of the NCAA. I'm not trying to be a jerk. It's just not something I watch. I, I know that there are people out there that watch it. Uh, but anyway, I, this would not be on my radar at all, any part of this. But there was a controversy in that world uh, because one player, a very, very talented player who's supposed to be like the Steph Curry of uh, women's basketball, at least in uh, the world of college basketball, uh, taunted another player and did a thing. I guess it's a WWE thing. Anyway. In the championship game the other night, a different player did that taunt back at the, the first young lady, and that caused a whole lot of things. People were reacting, saying that because the first uh, player is white and the second player is black, that racism is a component to the criticism. I will say this, having it not, having it not been on my radar uh, for a while, is I wouldn't coach any kid to celebrate certain things. Uh, so I don't love the way that they, you know, pose and stop after hitting a home run uh, as far as athletes, young people go today, uh, black, white, none of that matters to me. I don't love the showboatman uh, attitude that is sort of permeated sports with young people. So I did go back and watch and think that both taunts were things I wouldn't have been proud of if I was the coach of those players. But that aside, uh, the fact that Jill Biden, I guess, went out there, first lady, and said that they should invite both the winners and the losers to the White House uh, made the the person who caused the controversy in the first place, uh, her name is Angel Reese, the player, uh, have a pretty strong reaction. And I got to say, I love it. I don't love the taunting from anybody on any side. It's not the way that, again, I would tell people to play sports. But when you're um, responding to the idea that the losers got invited to your White House visit with you and you say a couple disparaging and honest things, 
I thought it was pretty amazing. The first one was just setting up the the story itself and talking about how, um, you know, it was weird that they got invited. I have that audio. Let's try to play that quickly. Uh, this is Angel Reese talking about the losers in the uh, NCAA Women's Championship, Iowa, getting invited to the White House. If we were to lose, we would not be getting invited to the White House. And I remember she made a comment about both teams should be invited because it would be the it was sports, sportsmanship. And I'm like, are you saying that because of what I did and what like that stuff like that? It, it bothers me because. Yeah, it bothers her. I think it, it would bother any team to have the loser show up too. it wouldn't feel as special. But then she said this about uh, looking back and deciding not to go the entire team. Like, you know, fine. If you want to invite the, the losing team, we'll go do something else. And granted, she praises the Obamas in this. And I know that's not going to land uh, well with, uh, well, me or a lot of people. Um, but in doing so, she sticks to her guns and she does something that I do respect in athletes saying, I don't care. Uh, this is how I actually feel. The apology means nothing. A lot of phone calls. And that's why she wants to come out and apologize. But at the same time, the damage is I don't done. accept the. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't accept the apology because mm. of you Jill, said what you Jill said. Biden. Yeah. First the lady. the first wife. Lady. Yeah. You said first what you said and you I said what I said. And like. Yeah. You can't go back on certain things that you, you say. I mean, uh -huh. you felt like they, they should have came because of sportsmanship, right? They can have that spot. Like, we'll go to the Obamas. We'll, 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 <laughs> we'll see Michelle. We'll see Barack. Uh, hold on, hold on. So did, did you guys speak to the First Lady? No. Apparently, she was supposed to come to our locker room before the game, but we said no. I can't believe that they said no to her coming before the locker room. Apparently, they did that uh, partly because... Uh, they just hated how uh, Joe Biden placed them very far down in their bracket, uh, or the President Biden did. But every part of that, I love it. I love the, you know what, fine. If they want to bring the other team, we'll go do something else. All right, Matt's got some traffic, a lot more coming up in a bit. Greg Collins filling in on Tony Katz, The Morning News.